Thrill Me. This show is part of the Thrill Me Podcast Network. Experience more on Facebook and YouTube. Be one of us. Everybody, welcome into another episode of Hunter's Podcast presents the Slasher Report. I'm Mr. Wonderful. Ooh, look at that. Super fancy right here mm-hmm. on the show this week. <laughs> With me, as always, the man pushing the buttons to make it super fancy, Zach Hilton. I'm giving all she got, Captain. I can't give her anymore. <laughs> oh, keep it up, man. Keep it up. You're crushing it over there. I love it. Hey, got beer. And you got your mm-hmm. beer already. All right. I like I had, I'm a fan. Uh, the last couple of days have just been so hellacious on my body that I needed this. That's fine. Uh, I mean, it is Royal Rumble yeah. weekend, so I'm super stoked because this is one of the weekends where I allow myself the cheat before yeah. I then before I then two weeks it up uh, for the, uh, the, the big game that comes up yeah. with uh, football. Yeah, I'm talking about the XFL, of course, their debut. Absolutely. So we're <laughs> going to start a fantasy league on that, right? We should. <laughs> if you want to be a part of the Throw Me Podcast Network's XFL Fantasy League, <laughs> just we can make it happen. Well, I'm sure. I'm sure you or Rob have this on lock. Oh, yeah, absolutely. I take Zach <laughs> Wilson in the first round. Huh? <laughs> um, <laughs> I want the New York, New Jersey hitmen. Those are my teams. Yeah, yeah, which not a team this year. I'm I'm freaking believable that they're not a team. Uh, But yeah, we're not talking the XFL. No, 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 no. Let's talk this week. Uh, I'm happy you got your beer. I'll have my beer later on this evening. I'm actually going to see Plane later this evening. You know what? It's got great, like, decent reviews, so why not? I'm I'm stoked. (laughs) This is the weirdest January ever because, like... Usually January is a crap out. I remember recently when we both went to go see The Grudge and it came out in January. That's how bad usually January movies are. But we got Meth Regan and we got Plane. And, you know, there's a couple of more that stragglers that seem to be doing well. Like even that, um, what's the Infinity Loop? Like that seems like it's gotten oh, decent yeah. reviews. Yeah. So like what a wild time to live in where January is not a crap fest. Infinity Pool. I actually was hoping to go see that to have a review mm. for this show, but mm. maybe since I'm starting to do, you know, more videos on this YouTube page, hey, one a week. so many subscribers. <laughs> hey, yeah. If you're not subscribed, subscribe now. Yeah, like this video. Though. Leave a comment. We're doing everything every other YouTuber says. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Seriously. Except the difference is, I just, I, I prefer when you hate on me. I like it. We love it. We're healing yeah, this we, brand. We we thrive on hate. <laughs> you you mentioned the Royal Rumble just really quickly. Yes, this weekend we are streaming uh the Rumble game. If you don't know what that is, basically the Royal Rumble's this weekend, and for the longest time we've had like get-togethers where we pick draw numbers. And we have certain wrestlers within the Rumble and we get points and stuff like that. We actually made a video about the rules and the drawing of the Throw Me podcast members that are going to play along. And you can watch that. So you can watch the Rumble on your big screen, watch on your little uh, tablets or your phones. 
uh, our live stream and watch us really lose our mind about who's going to win the Rumble. We're going to do two streams. We'll do the first and second Rumble, uh, no matter which order it is. If male's first, then female second, or vice versa. Whatever they do, we've already drawn those numbers. So check that out. That's a video on this page. It's going to be a fun time. It'll start about 8, depending uh, if they do the Rumble first. Will they do the pitch black match first? Who knows? Who knows? I'm very excited either way. I actually am uh, finishing Raw 30. Uh, ah, as I have it all nice. in the background. So yeah, yeah, yeah. Mm. I got Not the American bad Badass right now. So Ooh. I freaked out when I saw it. I freaked Ooh. out when American Badass came up. Ooh. 2002 called and I was ready for it. I mean, it made me think of Nashville and being at Kid Rocks. Just like, ah. <laughs> That's right. That's right. Um, but... Okay. If you want to hear The Undertaker's theme, oh, which yeah. Kid Rock did, you can do right now via the promo package that we have for you. Amazon Unlimited is actually going to give you three months of its programming and three months of Prime Video Paramount Plus, the streaming service, for $4.99 a month, just for three months. Try it out. Listen to all the songs you want. Watch all the Star Trek you want. All the movies they have. They have like over 40,000 movies. They have even more songs on Amazon Unlimited. And right now, if you use that Haunter's promo code, which will be in the description of this video and on our Instagram feed and our TikTok. We'll put it everywhere. Throw me pod net, uh, Hunter's pod, whichever one you want to use. Just go to that little link we have. Get three months of Amazon Unlimited streaming and Paramount Plus for three months for $4.99 a month. What a deal. That is a great deal. And I'll even throw you one better. Right now on Paramount Plus uh, streaming currently, Teen Wolf the movie is out. Ha! Huh. Oh my God. Let me tell you, Michael J. Fox is so good no. in that movie. It's one no. of my favorite movies I've ever seen. I'm talking about the MTV show Teen Wolf. <laughs> Damn, an unrehearsed bit. If that didn't sell you, if, the, if that uh, didn't, and I even think Sarah Michelle Geller has a new show that's like a wolf show as well. She does, she does. I'm pretty sure it's a spin off of the Teen Wolf TV show, <laughs> the Teen Wolf TV show movie show. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, 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 that thing. Listen, the easiest way to say it, the not Michael J. Fox or Jason Bateman ones. <laughs> oh my god, I don't know why I had like a funny bit in my head thinking about the Teen Wolf movie that came out. Is Jason Bateman like in some other show or whatever being pissed that they made a Teen Wolf movie without him? So he's making a Teen Wolf thruple. <laughs> and he's writing directing and start. I don't know why I came up with it, but I want it so badly. But if you want to see Teen Wolf the movie, go to Paramount Plus with our promo code. Yeah. For $4.99 a month. Okay. Amazon, use that code. It's in the description. Whatever. Let's get into the show. Let's get into the show. It's a lot to get into. Uh, I want to actually start with some news that broke earlier today, and that is the Last of Us TV series on HBO has already been renewed after two episodes for season two. 
kind of figured this was going to happen. Dude, I I know you haven't seen the show yet, but have you played the game at all? Did you play the game at all? No. Okay. (laughs) Okay. Just really quickly, really quickly. I was going to play the game. Like they came out with a remastered one for PS5. I wanted it. Yada, yada, yada. Um, and then the TV show was coming like only months after it. So I was like, okay, I'm going to wait for the TV show. I'm going to watch the TV show, but I can't do week to week, at least for the whole season. I can do week to week after I have like three or four episodes built up so I can do two a week. And then I only have a couple of left to go through, but I have not started yet. I plan on watching and I plan on watching even more now knowing that we're going with a future. Yeah. So yeah, I, I, I mean, yet they have two part one and part two of the game to obviously pull from naughty dog is working on a part three. Uh, well, at least the creators of it are working on a last of us part three, which is supposed to be like a multiplayer version of the game. Okay. But, this show is awesome, dude. It is, uh, I've seen, I don't know why, but I've seen some people on there that are like pissed that it's not a straight up adaptation of the game to which dude, I don't want that. That's, that's that's weird to me because I've seen people like really bask in its glory of how close to the video game story and even shots are taken straight from the video game. Yeah, and that's the thing, is the only things they switched up are, like, tiny things, and it's basically to not have to force Pedro Pascal to wear another mask in a show. <laughs> like, that's pretty much, like, where yeah. the game came. Like, okay. <laughs> like, okay. We're not going to put another mask on Pedro Pascal, everybody. He's too <laughs> handsome. He's Daddy Pascal, right? He, he is, is Daddy our Pascal. daddy. He is uh, our daddy. And, and he is hosting Saturday Night Live for the first time on February 4th. That's right. I'll be watching that. Yeah. And Michael B. Jordan is uh, tomorrow night. God, (laughs) trust you me. If you didn't already know, I'm all over it. Dude, SNL got really sexy this weekend and next weekend. And last weekend, Aubrey Plaza. Rock the shit out of it. That's right. That's right. That's right. Yeah. Sexy season. Sexy Sexy season. (laughs) That's what the SNL stands for. Sexy nightlife. Yeah. Saturday night sex, baby. Sign me up. Uh, (laughs) (laughs) Went from a comedy bit to a goddamn sex room. Uh, You know what? I'm okay. An hour and... 20 minutes of that sign me up <laughs> this um, show has now become the slash report yeah i can't wait for the <laughs> michael shay uh <laughs> portion of oh, God damn it. um all right so back to the last of us season two is coming season one is out now two episodes in i will yeah. say funny enough i have never finished the game okay but i got the game in a world that was pre-covid 19 right I sat on the game for probably like a year. Then COVID-19 happened. We weren't doing anything. And that's when daddy was like, hey, let me play this game about a pandemic that like wipes out 90% of the population. Right. right. That's when I started playing the game. And then I got to like a point and just, I ended up getting distracted by other games. And I was like, oh, I'll go back. Yeah. You know, like I was like, I need a break from this because I couldn't get past a certain point. And I was like, all right, let me do this. Let me do that. Right. So, yeah, um, I haven't finished it. I've thought about going back to finish it, but at this point, I'm kind of like, eh, if I 
if I end up getting the game spoiled for me by watching this really incredible show, I'm not going to be mad because it's gorgeous, dude. And it is okay. so good. The acting is, oh, dude, I love I love Pedro Pascal. I, I feel like, and don't take this as a knock at all. I do feel like what this is is HBO's attempt to kind of try to one-up that Walking Dead show with how much, like, HBO can do. I mean, AMC got away with a lot of stuff, but HBO, this ain't television. You know what I mean? It's not TV. It's HBO. It's HBO. So this sounds like a great slogan. I wonder if they'd ever use that one day. Uh, uh. <laughs> um, but I just and I'm I'm a big Pedro fan too. So I do plan on watching the show. I'm excited that it got announced for a second season because, like, I am confused. Is it going to do the second tale? Is it going to do its own thing? Does it start to stray now? Like how Game of Thrones did. Like Game of Thrones final season had nothing to do with. Whatever R.R. Martin's going well, to come up with eventually, maybe. Say, let's let's be fair. That 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 show started with the belief the source material would be finished. Right. A decade later, the source material never moved from the spot where they started. Still there, baby. <laughs> yeah, um, and now we've got a whole other spinoff that's taking place a thousand plus years before that. That's already moving into season two, and we still don't know what's going to happen in the book. Jesus. Jesus. Like, yeah, dude, I don't know how that guy, and he's a Jets fan, so, like, I don't know how he hasn't had oh, a heart attack yet. He's your favorite. <laughs> he's, no wonder you like the guy. Yeah. <laughs> he um, likes all the same crappy New York sports teams I do. <laughs> yeah. yeah, 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 yeah. But, um, you know, so that's happening. Um, that's also, yeah. also happening, uh, Sean S. Cunningham, which we only got the hint on last night, our last episode. Uh, Sean S. Cunningham is developing a Friday the 13th reboot, house reboot, and the night driver. So, Bloody Disgusting, I'm getting this from Bloody Disgusting, has uncovered a big time scoop fresh uh, to finish off the week last week. S Sean S. Cunningham is getting a Friday the 13th reboot off the ground, but he also is developing a reboot for the horror movie he produced back in 1985. House, in addition, Cunningham is producing an original film called The Night Driver, working alongside writer Jeff Locker and director Jeremy Weiss on the various upcoming projects. That's really all we know. There's nothing... Uh, Locker does explain. Okay, so Locker explains. Sean hired me to do a rewrite to The Night Driver, and after working closely with the director Jeremy Weiss and him on that, we naturally got into talking about Friday the Thirteenth and House. Jeremy and I pitched our dream reboot for Friday the Thirteenth with Sean's blessing to develop it with him. Okay, okay. So it sounds like Sean's been. Producing a, a new IP, if you will, um, and within that world, the this team are pitching a movie to them. So it sounds like we already have an idea of where this thing can go. Yeah, and well, I thought I saw as well that they said that. Now this is, of course, if somebody else comes on board as well. Uh, but even uh -huh. if they do not come on board, that they still have a Friday the 13th idea. So, so it's something that they can pivot from if they don't get the rights that. I'm guessing mommy. So yeah. Want mommy. Yeah. Um, 
Locker continues. Obviously, the prequel TV series um, has yeah, I think this is interest I about the new film. So we're hoping the surrounding excitement will inspire both sides to come together mm -hmm. and give us Jason on the big screen after a 14-year absence. Wow. Yeah. I need to know um, what's going on on Earth, too, man. <laughs> we just, it's like I said the other week. We just jump into the sequel, baby. We do X squared. Do it. Just do I it. Can do it. Do it. Do like, it. That would be my pitch. I'd be like, listen, all right. so we pick up. It's Earth 2. And right there, I get laughed out of the room. And I'd be like, don't mess with it. Just keep the continuity at this point. Just keep going. <laughs> Fuck it. Let Give me future Freddy, yeah. too. Like he has a yeah, robotic like eye. Oh, it's yes. Jason X versus Freddy fucking Y. <laughs> and then in comes Annabelle. Oh, <laughs> wait a second, but you're Megan dancing. You're oh, Megan dancing. Oh, this is why I get told uh, that I shouldn't be on this show. Uh, yeah, exactly. <laughs> Here's the horror card. Bye. He um, didn't even know his horror movie dolls. <laughs> he's going to be saying Puppet Master was an Amityville film. I think they did do a movie in Amityville. Um, yeah, I'm into this. Let's go. Uh, can't wait to get more information. And hopefully everybody agrees to it. I mean, like, it's weird because I feel like at one point we heard LeBron James company was going to try to produce a Friday the 13th, but like, how does Sean get to say he's going to do one? You know what I mean? What you mean? Yeah. All right. Um, let's move on to, let's move on to a little thing called trailers so netflix hey you left and came back and i can do things whoa why did we go that way i don't want to go that way i want to go that way Sorry. <clears throat> all right so uh trailers got released this week too for netflix netflix is dropping i believe both these movies come out in february which is why i was excited to talk about it on the show because i feel like you know February is a good horror month, in my opinion. Uh, Get Out came out in February. So I think something about winter really drives people to the horror um, realm. So the first one I want to talk about is The Strays. Did you get a chance to watch that one? I did. It was um, interesting. Yeah, that's how I took it. Like, I'll put it this way. I feel the way that trailer's made is definitely trying to be like a Jordan Peele kind of feel of a movie. Mm -hmm. But I am scared. I watched it twice. After the second viewing, I was starting to get a little apprehensive about it. Like at first I was in, but then like rewatching it, I do have a fear. It's, it's just going to be, Bland is the best way to put it. Yeah, I'm not sure how I feel about this. Typically, I like like it's a UK set horror film. Upper class woman, perfectly tailored life starts to kind of right. come to fall apart when two shady figures come into her town. But are they real? Or are they not? Like, I don't know. Uh, the the tone, like the tone of the trailer is creepy. Yes, but I just walk away a little. Uh, 
I'm I'm not fully sold on this one. Like it feels like one of the ones where we're going to walk away and go, Oh, it makes sense. This was on Netflix. Right. Right. No, that's in, that is the scare. Um, I, I do feel like there's a chance that it does have a creepy premise within the world. Maybe they're, maybe they're trying to save her instead of like trying to kill her. Maybe there's a twist of some sort. Um, I'm hopeful I, because usually I'll be honest last year when they dropped their movie, like all the movies that are dropping in 2022, it was like 178 fucking movies this year. They dropped the trailer and it only had like 60 movies. So I do feel like Netflix is trying to scale back the amount of movies they're coming out with. Like even I think you people is the first movie that they're dropping in January, which comes out today. And then I think they only have two next month. So I I, talking about, right. So I do feel like there is this, like, we might want to put out quality instead of quantity. So that's the only thing I'm hopeful for. Yeah. Um, The other trailer that came out that completely took me by storm was um, we have a ghost which stars Anthony Mackie um, and David Harbour. And I don't know about you, but this movie gave me Beetlejuice vibes. Hence why I chose to go with the ghost with the most, baby. See, funny because it gave me more Casper vibes. Oh, interesting. Okay. Okay. Um, More that friendly ghost. This this, This came across to me as the family friendly, really fun, goofy, uh, not like right on the level of playfulness that Christopher Landon, the director of Freaky Friday and well, oh, just a, a, bunch, a bunch of other, well, just oh freaky. yeah, yeah. Not sorry. Freaky Friday. Freaky. That's a, that's well, a Jamie Lee. There Curtis. it is. That's there, a, there's the other, there's the other horror card. There's that horror card. Uh, fine. I'll do you one, one better. The guy that did uh, Scout's Guide to the Zombie Apocalypse. Uh, it's right up there on his level of style. So mm-hmm. I, I just saw a really fun, goofy, family-friendly, like, it's going to have that little mystery to it when, you know, mm-hmm. they they go on the adventure to figure out what happened to them. And I don't know. It just seemed very um, fun. But like, okay. Somewhat fun as well. Okay, well, that's what I, you're kind of uh, the way you're coming across is like Beetlejuice is some kind of rated R fucking horror movie. Um, this I mean, is one what of them like, had it, Devin Sawa, the other one had a nice blanket model. <laughs> very true. I don't know if this movie doesn't say fucking, I know it's PG 13. Yeah, I know it's directed by Chris Landon, who did direct Freaky and Happy Death Day. And I love both those movies, which use comedy horror quite brilliantly. Even in the trailer, um, Stifler's mom meets David Harbour and his face starts going crazy. So I do feel like he will tease that Beetlejuice, that Ghostbusters, that kind of old school flavor, especially when you look at the two previous movies that he's done. Those movies do kind of play off of 80s horror and stuff like that. Um, I'm really looking forward to this. I didn't know about this movie. 
And it's wild to me that it's coming out on Netflix. Like I, I would just imagine he had a good deal with universal just spitting out properties, him and Blum, but maybe this was just a passion project he wanted to do for a long time. And Netflix was like, here's all the money. See, okay. This to me has the feel of like scout's guide to the zombie apocalypse in Mm -hmm. the way of this, the trailer, like it looked cute. It looked fun, but nothing about it screamed out to me like a freaky or, or a lot of his other things where it was like, Oh, this, this could be really good. I was like, this seems like this is going to be a by the books, Mm-hmm. Just a fun, like, interesting, good story told from a good storyteller who is going to put his flavor on it. And it's going to be a little different, but it's going to kind of really follow a lot of similar beats because that's how I felt Scout's Guides of the Zombie Apocalypse was. Right. Followed a lot of the similar beats of like, oh, I've already seen that. I know where this is going to go. I know what this bit's going to be. Right. Oh, this, okay. They switched it up this way. They did this, which is cute, you know. So, I I was excited for it because of the cast, but I wasn't really sold on it, like to the extent of where I'm like, oh man, circle the date on the calendar. Let's go. I'm like, right. okay, that's gonna be a nice fun at home on that weekend, give it a watch, have some laughs, and go, I had a good time. Right. Well, I'll tell you what, both movies come out two days apart. Uh the strays come out uh February 22nd and we have a ghost comes out the 24th. So I look forward to our thoughts on that. I cannot wait for that one. All right. Um, let's move on to our final topic. Did we get through everything? I think we 30 oh. minutes barbarian. Well, that's what our final topic. Yeah. Like, I'm shocked that I really thought this was going to go like 45. So I'm nah, we... good for us. Good um, for we, us. We still got uh, 20 minutes here to talk about the Barbarian direction. I do feel like this is going to have a conversation, just so you know. Okay. So I saw this. I saw this as an article, and I wanted to bring it up. Barbarian's director just got a massive payday to make his second horror feature. Um, the article reads, although Zach Kreger has been active in the comedy corner of entertainment, including... Uh, many years with his credits, including The Whitest Kids You Know, Wrecked, and Miss March. Last year, he made a big splash with Barbarian. Um, goes on, in the announcement, New Line has won the rights to Zach Kreger's upcoming movie, Weapons, which the filmmaker is putting together with his Barbarian-producing T, Roy Lee, of Vertigo and J.D. Lithesis. Fuck off. I don't know how to say that name. New Line was one of the several parties interested in acquiring weapons and following the movie going to market on the morning of January 22nd, uh, they closed the deal. And basically, from what it says, he's getting eight figures to write and direct it. Now... We know nothing of it. I've heard that it's going to feel like a horror movie's Magnolia. Yeah. So several, you know, bits and parts play into it. And I, I'm only imagining he's going to use horror icons, scream queens and such to come do it. Um, but you hear this news, eight figures, right, direct, second movie. What do you get from it? 
I mean, the deserving a barbarian was like, this is the way Hollywood works, right? You, uh, you crank out a hit studio turns around. What do you have? What, what else do you have? And well, I've been working on this. Here's the other thing I have. I mean, we've, we've, we're both fans of Kevin Smith. We've heard him talk about it before clerks came out. Universal mm-hmm. went, what do you have? Well, I'm working on this movie. Here's money. Go do it. And right. His situation, hopefully, you know, it doesn't happen here with the idea of nobody comes out for the second movie because it's so different from the first one. Right. But, you know, I, I, Jordan Peele, think about him as well, you know, to stick, to keep to horror here for a second and, and that mm-hmm. realm of it. You know, look at look at what happened with the second film and then the third film. You know, it, the budget keeps going up it, and the payday keeps going up because right. well, he made a ton of money off of Barbarian. And that was a great film, man. That was a really good film. So, yeah, I'm not shocked. I'm curious because, mm-hmm. again, Barbarian was so good that my curiosity's peaked. That, you know, gotcha. it, it's it's like Ari Aster. Okay, you did Hereditary. What What's the next thing you're going to scare me with? Right. Well, it's funny because, boy, do I have a different take. (laughs) Um, The further I get away from Barbarian, the further I don't like the movie. And it's because, and maybe it's because both of us have done filmmaking and like we know how a film is made and such. There's a part of me that just feels like Barbarian is two short movies clammed together. And that's been a hiccup for me for a a little bit with it. I don't hate the movie. I don't think it's bad. I do think it is a very shock value movie. And it really, none of this came to me after seeing Smile. And when I saw Smile, which is also a guy's first movie, like he made a short film and I don't know if you've ever seen it, but that short film is fucking disturbing. And then that's what got him this movie. And it's very like, you see how he plays with the camera and stuff like that. So then I got to like thinking about Barbarian. I'm like, there's really no, there's no substance in my mind of filmmaking wise. And you bring up Ari Aster, you bring up Jordan Peele, you know, horror directors that have come out recently. And to me, they've made one cohesive story And that's impressive to me. And when I heard this news, once again, it's multi-part. So again, short films put together to make one big film. And when I heard that, I was like, okay, my man can't make one cohesive story. He can't stick with one main character and just go on. And for me, that's disheartening for like the director of Smile, for someone like Chris Landon, where I'm like, you don't hear these guys doing it. And for some reason, this guy deserves eight figures. Fuck out of here. Fuck well, out of here. Again, I think it's just the reaction to a lot of people. Barbarian had great reviews. Barbarian made a ton of money. So I think it is just the reaction of the strike while the, you know. How much did off. Barbarian make? Uh, Barbarian, I think off of its budget. Because wasn't it only like one of those small like small budgeted films and then ended up making it made 40 million domestically and against, 4 million yeah. overseas and its budget let me see if i can bring it up its budget is not listed i bet you i, I bet you if you wiki it if i was a guessing man a million 
Yeah, that's what I thought. I thought, it was, I thought it was one of those, and that's why, because everybody was like, look at what he did with, like, no money. Right, but here's my fight with it. Smile made $216 million worldwide, and I know that budget was $5 million or less. Yeah, that's true. Very true. Very, so, very true. So for me, I think my dog turned on the TV. Um, so I'm going to say something, you rebuttal, and I'll be right back. <laughs> so for me, so for me, like seeing that, and I'm not even saying the director of Smile doesn't have something coming down the pike. What got me is this big news of like, this new horror icon is directing the next greatest movie. And it's this, and we're paying him a shit ton of money to do it. Aren't you going to be disappointed? That's how it came off to me. Um, so rebuttal, I'll be right. Oh, you say rebuttal. I actually am going to end up agreeing with you. <laughs> so be right back. I couldn't even switch the camera. I couldn't even switch the camera. <laughs> I was going to say, I, if you got to run, you'll come right back. But I'm, I'm agreeing with you. Yeah. Okay, uh, keep talking. I'm, I'm agreeing in the sense of, yeah, you're right on how it was presented. It did come across as, oh, look at this new horror icon. Look at this new legend of the genre. Uh, he's this and that. Like, yeah, it's that's a great take of it. it. It does actually come across that way. So I agree with that point. I didn't see it that way at first, but I can see that point of view for it. But again, I still stick with the and maintain the idea while I, while I was saying, I agree with, it's a great point with the whole, like lifting it up. I do right. still think that the main reason he got this, and this is even a big thing is because of the, everybody holds barbarian yes. in such a high regard. That yeah. It's like, Oh, you know, what's he doing next? Oh, where you're right. Smile actually really was the more successful of the two films. You'd think we'd be hearing about that director, but right. Like, I honestly couldn't tell you who directed that, but I know everything there is. Well, I don't, I, I don't even know this guy's name. Like until reading that article, I don't know. I didn't know it was Craigers. I didn't know that was his name, but like, and I'm not even knocking the guy. It just feels like, it just feels like we're setting him up to like fail. That's yeah. honestly what it feels like. It's like, okay, thanks for your one movie. Now we're really pumping you up. And when this thing comes out and it's not successful, we're going to blame you for it. Well, okay. But again, the Kevin Smith, the, the Kevin, Kevin Smith, Smith way. the, 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 ever to the, a lot of directors and, and just a lot of people in Hollywood, you had your one success, right? A lot of money. We're right. actually rooting for you to fail. Uh, yeah. We're not saying it out loud, but quietly we are so that we can then go, Hey, give us back the thing that we gave you. Yeah, and and again, maybe it's not me actually going against him. Maybe it's more of how Hollywood is treating him. Um, yeah. Because I just I don't I don't want another Josh Trank. I don't want that to happen. And I feel like we're on the fucking verge. Kevin Smith fought and clawed to get out of it, and I feel like this is just a new thing. You know why we didn't hear about us until like oh us is going into production and then we see it and it's like holy shit that's really good like there's the difference fucking jordan peele didn't get a 80 million dollar budget mm -hmm. until nope which was a summer blockbuster this guy had a movie made 50 bucks and they're like hey guy we're new line cinema the house freddie built you can make whatever you want <laughs> 
We're the house of Elf. <laughs> <laughs> so I'm just I'm just cautious on this, and like I don't know. I want everybody to fucking do well, but um. Which now that I just said that out loud, why has yeah. nobody ever pitched that crossover yet? Which one? Freddy goes to the North Pole, baby, and Buddy the Elf has to save the day. So once again, use that promo code from Hunters, Amazon Music, and Prime Paramount Plus for three months, $4.99 a month for three months. That's what you get, your little trial there. If you like it, keep it. If you don't, get rid of it. Do whatever you want, but use the link in the description below, or if you decide to go to our Instagram or TikTok, we'll have the links there too. Uh, wonderful. Thanks for uh, doing this. Anytime. <laughs> doing the uh, equation. Buddy the <laughs> Buddy the Elf versus Freddy. Yeah. Dream match. Yeah. Dream match. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> right. well, I guess on that note, you can uh, send us out. All right. Stay scary, my friends. <laughs>